Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Insurance Answers Podcast, where we provide answers to your insurance questions. And now to your host, Keith Wanowski. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Insurance Answers Podcast. As is traditional at Insurance Answers, our goal is to answer questions people have concerning insurance and just don't know who to ask. In today's podcast, I get the opportunity to answer a critical insurance question, and that is how much insurance should I carry on my home? Many would think the answer to this question would be obvious. To most people, it would. But we found time after time that most people have an answer, but unfortunately, it is the wrong answer. In today's podcast, we're going to be dealing specifically with a coverage on your homeowner's policy called dwelling coverage. Matter of fact, if you have a copy of your declaration page handy, you may want to pull it out as we're reviewing this together on this podcast. Sometimes on your declaration page, this coverage is also referred to as part A of your homeowner's policy. Having this particular coverage accurate is critical for so many reasons. Number one, if it's too low, well, you'll not have enough money to rebuild your home if there was a total loss at your house. Secondly, if it's too high, well, you're going to be paying extra premium for that particular policy that you actually don't need to be paying. So what is the right amount to cover? Well, in most cases, it would be enough money to rebuild your home if there was a total loss. An example being if the house was burned down by a fire or maybe blown down in a tornado, you want to have enough money in that dwelling figure to be able to rebuild your house with the same square footage and same material types as the house has on it right now. But here's the answers we get from many people that we that we ask that question to as far as how much coverage do you think you should have. Many people answer in one of these following ways. Number one, well, I paid this for the, the, the house and the property, so I should have it insured for it for that amount, shouldn't I? Well, the answer is no. What you paid for the home really has nothing to do with what you should have it covered for on that dwelling coverage. Because keep in mind, what you paid for the house also includes the land. And, and bottom line is we're not insuring the land on the homeowner's policy, at least under the dwelling coverage. All we care about on that dwelling coverage is how much would it cost to rebuild your home, uh, that's the main structure of your house, if it was a total loss. And so that's the figure that we're looking for, not what you paid for the house. Also, the other factor in that what you paid for the house figure, if you want to say, is uh, also depends on what the market is like during the time that you paid or bought the house. If you look back in history, maybe even not so long ago, back in the 2008-2009 era when home prices were severely deflated, well, if you went by that figure as far as what you paid for the house, you may not have enough coverage to be able to rebuild your house because houses were selling for so low at that point. So again, what you pay for a house has nothing to do with what you should have it insured for under that dwelling coverage. The second answer we get often from people is, well, I recently had it appraised for this amount, so that's what I should have it insured for, right, Keith? Well, the answer to that is also no. Just like we mentioned above, what you have the house appraised for, again, has nothing to do with what you should have it insured for, because usually appraisals also include the land amount. And as we mentioned above or earlier, um, the what you have it, uh, uh, you know, the amount including the land uh, is not what you want your dwelling coverage to be. We are only concerned with how much would it cost to rebuild that house if there was a total loss. The last question we get, or answer I should say, we get from people when asked that question is, well, Keith, I owe this amount 
on my mortgage. So I should have it insured for that amount. Isn't that right? Well, again, the answer is no. <laughs> what you owe on your mortgage has nothing to do with what you should have it insured for as far as the dwelling figure. Example might be, again, maybe you owe $500,000 on your mortgage, but it would only cost $300,000 to rebuild your house. Well, again, what you should have it insured for, that dwelling coverage or Part A, should be the $300,000, not the $500,000. Because as an example, if you had it insured for $500,000, and by the way, you're gonna be paying the premium for that amount, the $500,000, but it only costs $300,000 to rebuild. If you did have a total loss, let's say your house was burned down by a fire, the insurance company is only gonna pay you the $300,000 that it costs to rebuild your home, not the $500,000 that you have it insured for because that's what you owe on your mortgage. And again, that's what you're paying the premium on. So again, having that figure, that dwelling figure accurate and based on the right uh, figure, which is your reconstruction estimation, that's what you should have it insured for. So in conclusion, it is critical that you check with your insurance agent to be sure that they review with you your dwelling coverage and to make sure that that coverage, that figure is accurate on your policy. Because bottom line also is on your, on your policy, the dwelling figure actually makes up most of the premium on a homeowner's policy. And because again, it is coverage A on your policy, coverage B, C, and D on most homeowner's policies are all simply a percentage of that coverage A figure. So the higher that figure is on coverage A, also your coverage B, C, and D figures will also be higher. And again, it's gonna affect the overall cost of your policy. So having that dwelling figure accurate is critical. In conclusion, again, check with your insurance agent, make sure that they are uh, that they re review it with you. Many insurance agents and many insurance companies offer to agents uh, built-in what they call reconstruction calculators that are built into their systems. Uh, 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 nationwide or if you want to say a, a industry-wide uh, calculator that's used by many carriers is one that's offered by Marshall and Swift. There's also other providers like 3060 Value and many more. Again, contact your agent and see if they can review with you what your reconstruction cost should be. I also want to make this offer to our listeners today that if you maybe don't have an agent or maybe you can't get a hold of your agent, we would love the opportunity to provide for you for absolutely free a reconstruction estimate on your home. In the show notes of today's podcast, you'll find a button or a link that you can simply click on. Provide us with a little bit of information about you and your home, and we'll provide to you for free a reconstruction cost estimate. So that way you can be sure you have your home insured for the right amount. Uh, again, if you like today's podcast, we would love the opportunity to get your thoughts and feedback on today's show. You can leave your comments under the show notes in today's podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast, we'd also love for you to subscribe to our show and possibly leave us a review on iTunes. You can do all this by going to insuranceanswerstn forward slash the number five for episode number five. Again, that is insuranceanswers, that's plural, insuranceanswerstn for Tennessee forward slash the number five. Also in the show notes, again, we'll have that button. Uh, that you can click on to get your free reconstruction estimate. You can, you can find that uh, button in the show notes section at insuranceanswerstn forward slash number five. 
And that will do it for today's show. We want to thank you for taking the time to listen. Until we meet again, we hope you have a great day.